Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome back to The Waiting Room. Today's message is very serious. Um, I just wanted to remind you guys that the battle is spiritual. If you find yourself getting upset with your neighbor, with your brother and sister, forgive quickly. Right? We're, we're battling things that we can't see. God's ways have been taken out of everything in this world. Everything bad for us is being pushed on society. Everything bad for us. Many people don't want to know God. They don't care. They think that if, if they don't believe in something, that it's not going to matter how anything ends. And I'm here to remind you, beloved, that it does matter. Everything you say, everything you do, everything matters. Learn how to take every thought captive and don't let it grow into hate. If you get angry with somebody, forgive quickly. Ask for forgiveness so that you're forgiven. Forgive others so that you're forgiven. Time is running out. There is an end of an age coming. And it's not the end of the world, but it's the end of the world as we know it. And there will be a time where it will be too late to make a choice. So I'm just encouraging you guys to keep listening to these messages and sharing them or sharing the information from them with people that you know and love that don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, as God come down in the flesh to walk an upright life, perfection, walking in the flesh, so that he could he could fulfill every law, every law, and then die for our sins, past, present, and future. He did it. It's what he did. Not Mary, not Muhammad, not Buddha, not Joseph Smith. None of those people matter. No matter what role they had, if you are not worshiping Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, as God in the flesh, then you don't know Him. And you may hear, depart from me. I never knew you. I pray that God opens your eyes and ears, beloved. might be nice people but he just looks out on the crowd he, he knows he said, unless something big changes in you you're going to perish that's what he's saying just take it for granted he knows that about the human heart it's hard for us to believe that sin could really be that bad and that hell could really be that bad because we're such good people and that's always what comes up. We're so nice. We're so good. So-and-so so nice. I can't believe they'd be in, put in, God would put them in hell. And it's, it is hard because we can't see it. But, beloved, we, you know, the more hardened you get, the less you can see. There are a lot of people right now that are living with somebody and see nothing wrong with it outside of marriage. They don't, they don't feel that. There are homosexuals that are practicing things that at one time they would have said were an abomination. They don't feel anything wrong about it. 
Why? Because the heart gets hardened. And the fact that you're blind to something doesn't mean that it isn't an abomination. So if I see in my life, I start thinking, oh, it's not that bad to lust after a, a woman. You know, I mean, I'm just, there's, that's normal. And you start thinking like that, and God says this is something that will put you in hell, you've got to get your mind over to what God said and let the Bible shape what, you're, what you believe about right and wrong because you are not an accurate source of good and evil. I mean, Bertrand Russell, I read his thing on why I'm not a Christian. I thought, boy, this ought to be really profound. You know, why this great philosopher is not a Christian. The biggest thing he said was, Jesus Christ taught eternal punishment, and I don't believe it. And I'm not going to believe on Christianity if it teaches eternal punishment. You see what that is? That's the criminal deciding whether the righteous judge is righteous. It's a very dangerous thing. It's a fearful position to take. Think of this. Back at the beginning, God said, In the day you eat thereof, you shall surely die. Suppose that I had said, I mean, that, that was much milder than what the New Testament says. Much milder. And the day you eat thereof, you shall surely die. Suppose that I had told you, if you had never seen this present world, I told you, this is what that means. You shall surely die. What it means is, is that there will be mountains of millions of skulls. There will be cemeteries filled with people. There will be babies born with gross deformities and horrible diseases. There will be atrocities committed that I can't, I really can't mention from the pulpit. I know things about the Holocaust even that I can't tell you about from the pulpit. They're so horrible they would be defiling to even hear it. But I can tell you, beloved, there's stuff going on in the world last night and right now that are so horrible we couldn't talk about them here in this meeting. And I say, if I said, this is what's tied up in the words, don't eat that fruit, you're going to die. What it means is, is that mountains and mountains of people are going to die. What it means is that unspeakable wickedness is going to be done on innocent people and children. What it means is all these horrible diseases and people dying in excruciating pain. You'd say, I don't, a God of love could never do that. I don't believe that. Well, beloved, Jesus has been much more explicit. And he talks about torment, and he talks about darkness, and he talks about weeping. And we dare not soften this up. And in our minds, let the spirit of the age come into us so much that we don't really believe it. And I confess it's happened to me. I don't really believe it. And every now and then I get a little glimpse that this is really true. What's going to happen when the Lord returns, the sky opens, and think, it's really real. He, he really is real. Now, what did Jesus say about hell? Because that's real too. You see? We desperately need God. I'm not talking about other people desperately need God. We, I desperately need God to help me in this, to see because whenever the Holy Spirit comes and makes it real, you start doing things differently. You start thinking differently.
Hello and welcome back to the Behold I Come YouTube channel. This is Julie and I want to say thank you for joining me again and for listening to what Father is sharing with us today. It's with a heavy heart that I deliver this particular message. It's definitely not one that would be popular amongst most people, but it is one that absolutely has to go out and needs to be heard. There are too many people walking in disobedience and defiance to Father, whose lives are filled with witchcraft and idolatry, fornication and willful sin. And he is screaming from the heavens, from his throne. He loves each one of us desperately and is not willing that any should perish. And so I believe this could very possibly be his very last and final warning to the unrepentant. As I feel with all my heart that we are in a different season now. Those of us who do walk with Yahushua know that there has been a shift in the paradigm and things are changing rapidly. The time for shouting repentance is just about over. It is time for judgment. And so I'm not going to add to anything that Father has spoken. This is God, Yahuwah, the Father, speaking in this message. The words are enough. He says it all. So would you please come with me before his throne and ask for an open heart and spiritual ears to hear what he is saying to his people. Father, I pray that you would anoint my lips to speak your words, that it would be your heart that directly pierces the hearts of all those listening, all those reading. Father, I pray that this message would find its way into the lives of every single soul on this planet that you intend it to go to. Father, I pray that you would move me completely out of the way and that your powerful and direct word would resonate with those that it needs to resonate with. Father, for those of us who are walking with you, I pray that we would have the discernment to know the people that are in our lives that need to receive this message. It's our responsibility, Father, when we have your truth, to share that truth with the unrepentant, especially those closest to us. So give us the courage, Father, to share this message because it is so incredibly important. These words will save souls from damnation. Father, it's only you that can pierce their hearts. So as we come together to hear these words, Father, cover all of us with your holy and precious, powerful blood. Keep us in that insulated wall of fire, protecting us from any and all assaults, whatever form they may come in, Father, from the enemy. Cast him into outer darkness where he belongs, so that your heart would be portrayed through these words. We pray all of this, Father, in your holy, mighty name, Yahushua. Amen. Daughter, it is your Father speaking to you. 
It is I, the great I am. Do not be afraid to speak my words. I speak a most dire warning to all the inhabitants of the earth. I speak to anyone who has not heeded my previous warnings, those whose eternal destiny is damnation. Listen to your father. Listen to the one who gave you the breath of life. Your failure to respond and repent from your wicked and sinful ways will cost you eternity. You know not of that which you will face when the breath of life is taken from you and your soul leaves your body. You who have ignored the continuous and countless ways I have desperately presented truth to you. You who continually and repeatedly choose the desires of your flesh over the food I offer for your spirit. You who act and live as if you can serve God and mammon with no accountability. The eyes of your soul feast on murder, anger, rage, fear, and death. Fornication, idolatry, and lust of every kind fill your eyes, minds, and hearts, ears every day. You do not even know the meaning of the word compromise. You entertain yourselves by feasting on blood and death. Therefore, I will give you over to your desires. I will not save you who do not want to be saved. You give your allegiance and are in covenant with another by the willful sin you allow to perpetuate. Do you have any idea what you are doing? To give allegiance to any other God but me is certain death, eternal death. I will not protect you or keep you from the hour of trial coming imminently upon the earth when you feed from his table, the table of the enemy. I am holy and I am just, and you walk with no intercessor, my son Yahushua, to plead your cause or to intercede on your behalf. Judgment is here, and you will stand alone, naked in your sin, filthy and repulsive in the presence of the great I Am, and you will already be judged by your words, deeds, and actions, and your refusal to live a life of holiness and obedience. Your witchcraft will not save you then. What witchcraft is this, you ask, in your vanity and your pride? It is the vile and filthy things that fill your lives. You dine with devils. You invite darkness in at every turn, and darkness will be your abode eternally if you do not repent. You have given the enemy permission to enter all aspects of your lives, and he finds his dwelling place already within you. I created my people and breathed my breath into you in order for you to glorify and reflect me. Your agreements with Satan and the permissions you have given him will turn your vessels from that which I desired to be used for my glory, vessels of honor, into that which Satan will use to destroy you. Do you hear what I am saying? Because he cannot create and needs an army to inhabit, to wage war on my righteous ones. You will be used as his instrument, instead of you being my instrument. The moment in which he and his demons are plunged from my kingdom and cast to this earth, 
he will be desperate for a physical place of habitation. Those who are not walking with me will be those he then completely inhabits. Why do you think my warnings have been shouted so urgently now? Because that time is imminently upon you, and then Satan will have his army, and literally all of hell will be loosed on this planet. This world has never seen anything like this before. An unimaginable and purely evil army of darkness and death, countless in numbers, hunting down those they may devour. Why would I warn and warn as I have if I didn't wish any would perish? But when that moment of fulfillment of my words are here, you do not want to be the one that is not completely covered by the blood of my son's sacrifice. Because then, it is too late, and your fate is sealed. Are these words harsh for you? Or do you laugh them away as you have in the past? Do you suppose they are being penned by an insane writer who has lost all sense of rationality? Do you have the courage to remain in your wickedness and find out if indeed these words speak truth? Mocking the messenger of these words is only mocking me. This may be the last time you hear these words. Who do you serve this day? God the Father, Yahuwah. If you have not repented and you are hearing these words, if you continue to live in willful sin, if you are one of the ones that believes that there's still more time, I beg you, please listen to what our Father is saying to us. There truly is no more time. Judgment is here. And the outcome for your life does not have to be what it's going to be if you do not choose Jesus the Messiah, Yahushua, as your Savior. There are resources for you. We can help you. You can contact us and we will get you on the right path. You need to pick up your Bibles. You need to stop sinning. You need to stop turning to the world for the fulfillment of your flesh. All the desires of your flesh will lead to death. This is a fact. Don't ignore these warnings anymore. You don't know that you'll still be here tomorrow. You may not be, and then it is too late. Why take that kind of chance? You don't have forever to figure this out. You have right now. Listen to me because I am speaking his truth so you are listening to him. My life is a testimony of his faithfulness, his providence, 
his protection, his provision, I would not be doing this. I wouldn't have a reason to do this unless it was him through me doing this to reach you. Don't just take my word for this. Open your Bibles. Walk away from everything else that has distracted you in your lives. Get on your knees and repent and ask forgiveness for your sins and beg for Father's mercy in your life. Right now, in this moment, you're still here and it's not too late. Tomorrow, it may be. Consequences 
take those hands of yours and make them my hands. I will take those feet of yours and make them my feet. I will take that mouth of yours and it will speak my words. I will take those eyes of yours and they can now see what I need you to be seen in this world. And I will take your heart of stone and make it a heart of flesh so that it will beat with my burdens and you will care for the very things that I care about. And your prayers will become my prayers. And your life and your attitude and your behavior every minute of every day will be the very behavior of God. Will you allow me to overtake your life? Because then we go into this world as little lambs with the faces of lions. Because the living God Almighty, the consuming, almighty, sovereign God dwells within his children. And as we stand and the wolf pack surrounds us, we stand in the authority in the name of Jesus and we will not back down. Because we do not head off to war to lose. We head off to war to win. Our God mocks all the powers of earth and hell through fluffy little lambs. Because his lambs feed the wolf pack. That's the gospel. The gospel trounces upon all the powers of earth and hell and demonstrates to the universe the manifold wisdom of God that he is in control. And even though we look weak, and even though physically and naturally we are weak, spiritually, greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Have a beautiful day in the Lord.